Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Net Worth Podcast, where we talk all things WTA and handicap the WTA. I'm Noops, and joining me as always from sunny Sacramento, at least I assume it's sunny. How's the weather spread? It's great. It's beautiful. Dasha and Penko are outside playing as we speak, so no interruptions on my end. Oh, that's wonderful. The little kitty's out back playing. Does that warm your heart, Jorge? It does, it does, but I'm a little <laughs> bit jealous because, well weather has sucked here for about a week and a half you know <laughs> let me let me say before we get into the tennis i don't know if our listeners feel the same but i feel like when the weatherman says it's going to be sunny for a week you always end up with two or three that's when they're wrong but when they say it's going to rain six days in a row god damn it it rains six days in a row it's like <laughs> totally why are they always wrong about the good stuff and right about the bad stuff <laughs> just trying to trick you into watching more weather reports or hey just trying to sell more commercials as a capitalist i think you would enjoy that behavior i'm a capitalist well that's i think so that's that's what i've understood speaking of capitalism and trying to earn some money let's dive into that's some it. tennis here um we have two tournaments last week that haven't quite wrapped up yet um once we get to madrid we'll talk about the timing so we're here a little bit earlier than normal um let's look back at prague where in the final we've got jill Teichman playing Carolina Muchova. Muchova? What do you think, Jorge? Carolina Muchova, yeah. Muchova, there we go. Two good young players. Um, Muchova playing in her home country, so she'll have the home court advantage there. Um, I haven't a cha- had a chance to look at any lines. Is there anything out for this, Jorge, as far as you know? Yes, there is. Uh, I believe, let me just get it here on Odds Portal. Well, while you're looking that up, actually, it's- Spread, what do you think the line's going to be? Uh, I was going to check five dimes real quick. So <laughs> Before you uh, cheat, tell me what you think it's going to be. Too Come late. On. I already pulled it up. It's Muchova, <laughs> no. minus 135, Taikman, plus 125. And honestly, I'm not really too familiar with these players. I took the whole week off gambling, and I've just been a fan, and it's been very enjoyable, actually. And looking at these results, it's a good thing because <laughs> I did not expect the Muchova-Taikman final, so I don't know how well I would have done. Oh, uh, is it Taikman? It's Taikman, yeah. Man, I'm terrible at this. I'm going to get some off-season training. I'll, I'll come up there, Jorge. You can you can beat me up on the names, but uh, it's I kind of like that price on 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 Machova here. Um, you know, small favorite. Like I said, she's got the home court advantage, but Teichman is on an absolute tear. I, I have looking at her schedule here. I think she's um, like 14 and three or 15 and three or something in her clay matches so far this year. So. Um, that'll be interesting. What do you think, Ray? I think it's it's going to be a great matchup, like stylistic clash. I think Machova hits the ball harder. The serve is a little bigger. Um, she's lined up to, and this, I've been riding her all week. I've, I've actually lost, I, I lost on her first match, and then I lost a spread on her, but paid me back uh, later in the week. She's playing an ITF next week, so she's never had the motivation question, which has been very prominent in these tournaments, both men and women-wise, uh, because Madrid starts on the weekend and qualifying is so early, and it's worth so much to make this field. Um, there have been a lot of uh, matches to either avoid or I've been able to capitalize on with the dog um, for players who had to go to Madrid. With neither of them having that uh, motivation being outside the top 100, they've both been playing excellent tennis. Teichman more so that... Uh, wall, you know, ball retrieving, uh, angling type player, and Muchova, who actually angles very well, but is a much harder hitter and a much bigger server. So, in her home country, she's actually pretty decent on clay, despite having a game probably more made for the hard courts. Uh, but she's been very good, and she angles very well, which is key um, in the clay game to open up space to be able to hit winners uh, and, and hit through the courts. So I think that um, I, I would lean Machova, but I think the line. I have minus 135, minus 140. I think that's about right um, because 
the, the style on clay probably favors Teichman, but Mitrova's also got a bit of that uh, that clay ability in her game. So, And with the bigger game, I think she should be a slight fave, and she is. Yeah, playing in front of the home crowd, this is, I think, without a doubt, her best clay performance in her career. Her win over Bernarda Perra is probably her best clay win in her career. Going back, she doesn't really ever beat anybody in the top 100, um, except actually earlier in this tournament she beat Vakulian Seba, who I think is in the 80s at this point, but definitely not a clay quarter. So um, it'll be fun to watch that final. Any other thoughts on Prague before we jump into Robot from either one of you guys? No, I think I'm ready to move on. Yeah, I, I think that uh, we, we did well to avoid outrights on this one. <laughs> yes, we did. And the only thing I'll say before we move on is Katarina Siniakova continues to be a disappointment. And an enigma. Jump, an enigma for sure. Jumping well, she into, won a couple matches. That's exactly it. Then she got stomped. Right, yeah. Uh, it's Bryce Tristan, yeah, who all but, of a sudden is good at clay now. It's yeah. wild. Let's jump into Rabat, where we've got another final tomorrow. Um, Joe Conta is playing um, Maria Sakari, and what actually should be a pretty fun match. And, you know, and looking at the brackets about, beforehand, are you surprised that the bigger name final is coming out of Rabat? Ah, uh, it's. Well, I don't know. know. I think it's kind of funny looking at the at the matches. The the bigger names ended up doing better here, and they've got to travel. Uh, I think a bit longer than uh, than the than the ladies in Prague. So we'll see how they fare in Madrid. But I think that uh, yeah, it's. It's going to be an exciting final. This is this is a good final. Both women have played really... I've been really impressed by Conta this week. Um, I've been even more impressed by Sakri. I, I love her her ability to serve. I love her angling. I love her defensive play. Um, sometimes she just... She misses at the margins and it, it gets to her mentally, which has been a, a problem for for her. But her coach, too. The the changeovers. Incredible stuff. Incredible stuff from uh, from the coach on changeovers. So I'm really, uh, really excited for this one tomorrow. Do we have a line for this one yet? My yeah. guess is we might not. Suckery is a dog do here, um, which Ooh. I was kind of surprised about, mainly because, and this is something else, another good factor that people can uh, can insert or uh, an input for your handicaps, if you will. Uh, time on court. Joanna Conta has spent yep. a ton of time on court. She's almost at seven hours before today's match against uh, Isla Tomjanovic. And uh, Isla's like, she, I think she beat her in straights, but... That said, an hour and a half. Um, you know, one was in a tie break, and Isla's a big hitter, so you know it, it takes energy to be able to, to you know hit those balls back. So another hour and a half, she's up over eight hours on the week on court, um, and now she's going to be dealing with another wall. I think what might happen is we see a close first set, and then if Conta wins it, um, I, I'd look to jump on Suckery probably in the plus three hundred area uh, live because I just think that. Uh, I just think that Sakari wins tomorrow. She's better defensive player. I better move her. Um, she can still serve and hit with Conta, and she spent less time on court. I think I really like plus money there. Yeah, I, I do too. I think I'd make Conta the favorite in that match. Um, to be well, perfectly. she is. I'm sorry. I'd make oh, I'd go. make Sakari the favorite in that match. Sorry, I had that backwards. What do you think, Spread? Well, Noose, why don't you settle the debate between me and Jorge? Is Joe Conta slow? I don't think so. I don't. So I, I think I think her initial moves are pretty quick. But what you can tell with her is she gets tired pretty quickly. If you have to make her move left and then right, if she has to go back left that third time, she doesn't. I don't know if it's a motivation thing. I don't know if it's um, an athleticism thing. But I think her first couple lateral moves are pretty solid, and she does okay. It seems going back and going up and back. Um, but I think as you get to the longer parts of the point, it'll definitely favor Sakari. See, I just. 
for me, she she has longer strides, but she doesn't have foot speed. I just, uh, for, I, she looks so awkward when she's running on court. She's crouched down, and like when she gets to balls that are that are drop shots, yeah. she's never getting there and you know ripping them with spin up over the net. She's always kind of getting under it, reaching and pushing it back. She's using her reach more so than speed to get there. And I'm just not a fan of her movement on clay. And I, I mean, this week is going to be interesting to watch because you're going to have a, some players that played Thursday are going to play Saturday uh, or that played Friday have to play by Monday. Um, there's three days of first round matches, but there's not going to be a ton of rest for anyone. Like, I don't think Tomjanovic is going to have much rest before she has to play. She lost today is Friday and she's got to go over there and, and, and now going to play uh, Monday. But, you know, she's not going to get there till Saturday early in the morning. She's got to sleep. Who knows? I, I think that um, we'll get into the, the first round matches later, but that's one I've circled. Um, you know, some interesting travel angles, I think, coming up in the first round of Madrid. Yeah, for sure. We're definitely going to see some of these big names from the final. Um, any other thoughts on Rabat before we jump into the big event in Madrid? Yes, Mertens. We, uh, we should recap. This was... I, oh, I didn't want to We had a follower <laughs> who, uh, who did tweet, you know, be a little more certain with your picks and that's one thing when i listened back that i heard right away was we were very very indifferent last week so it's tough for them to to see what we're definitely tipping that one was the one i was firm on and uh she looked great in two matches and then her shoulder kind of flared up on her and and she she lost a close one to suckery so i was i was really hoping to hit two outrights in two weeks even though they were both kind of lower odds ones but uh onwards Hey, yeah, and her shoulder going out, that's tough to handicap. Well, right, exactly. I think that that is more about this week's handicap than I could have possibly put it into last week's handicap, right? So that's going to yeah. that's gonna play more to Madrid. And It's not like you whiffed on like a stylistic matchup, you know, and, and Sakari just, you know, blew her off the court right. or, you know, was able to exploit something strategically. That was, it looked like she wore out. Um, yeah. All right, so let's jump into the tournament in Madrid. Looking back at some past champions here, Petra Kvitova beat Kiki Burtons last year. Then in 2016 and 2017, Simona Halep won both years, beating uh, Kiki Moldenovic and Dominika Sibulkova. Kvitova won in 2015 and actually won one more time in 2011, so a three-time champion and defending her title here. Um, we'll get to her in just a little bit. She's in the lower part of the draw. Uh, we got a bigger tournament here, guys, so let's go quarter by quarter instead of going mm -hmm. top half and bottom half like we have the last couple weeks. Uh, we'll start in the top quarter where um, I think as we've seen for just about every big tournament, especially any tournament she's entered really, Naomi Osaka is the one seed. Up at the top we've got um, Elise Mertens in here who you just talked about, Annette Contivate, my very favorite clay Jeez. player, um, Arena, <laughs> the Amazonian Warriors, Sabalanka, my absolute favorite player, and Karolina Pliskova. Um, who for some reason I either love or, or want to bet against on, but some really can, big, interesting names here in the top. Can quarter. we also Go ahead, Jorge. point out Diana Yastremska, uh, Svetlana Kuznetsova, and Alison Van Utvank, who, by the way, has some very nice hold break numbers, which is a stat that both, that, that I know at least Noops and I use. I don't know, uh, haven't talked much about spread about the, uh, the stat side, but... Um, She's got an impressive number, and she's got the serve in altitude against Bencic. And then Belinda Bencic, this is a stacked quarter. It really is. So what do you think? Is there uh, any value here from an outright perspective? And, you know, if there's not, who do you see coming out of the quarter anyway? 
Oh, that Jorge dude okay. is fake here. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I've been, cha- I've been talking a ton, so I've, I figured I was going to let the spread go. Um, you know what? I think um, I was leaning Karolina Pliskova. I might go really small on her. I think 14 to 1 is a little big of a price. Everyone else in that, in that you know, favorites range, the top 10 uh, odds-wise, at least has the odds makers see it. There's reasons not to bet them. Um if I go through them real quick here, using Bet365 odds, Halep uh, question marks on health, and this isn't this isn't the one that you're going to better on. I think you're going to better at Roland Garros or at Rome where it's slower. Uh, Petra Kvitova, different section. Naomi Osaka is here. She's intriguing. Um, you know, Bairns is intriguing. Muguruza right off on outrights for me. She just, you can never tell if she's going to go far. Svitolina injured first match or first tournament back. Sloan Stevens just got engaged. She hasn't played in a while. First tournament with a new coach. So there's a lot of players in this range where they just don't deserve to be here. And and you're getting value on the likes of Pliskova and Osaka. The problem is they're they're in a stacked quarter. Um, so if I do, it would be one of those two, and it would be really small. I I I'm not going to to officially tip it. Uh, we talked in prep about how much I like the number, but I mean when you when you contextualize it with the quarter they're in, it makes a lot more sense. It's going to be tough just to get out of that quarter, let alone. Um, win the entire thing so I've got nothing in this in this quarter definitively so spread before we started you told me you found an interesting market where um, you could bet on which quarter actually wins the tournament um, any chance you still have those prices open in front of you I'd be curious to see what the number is for the first quarter um, you know Jorge like you were talking about this is a stacked quarter Pliskova is in great shape to win this tournament Osaka is in good shape to win this tournament I'm disappointed you didn't mention my very favorite Annette Contivate and her good chance to maybe make a run here so any chance you have those prices it's open spread I'd be interested to see if you Plus three hundred for this yeah. quarter to win the tournament. What do you think about that spread? I, I kind of yeah. Like they it. favor the second quarter and they have the fourth quarter. They as have as they well. have the second quarter so. because of Halops. I think the outright favorite. Right. Uh, right. That's that's probably the worst bet you could make from an outbite perspective. I think of that's course. easily the worst quarter. We're going to get to it, and that's where I really think you can find some value. Um, but yeah, don't don't take that plus two. Uh, what is it? Plus one seventy five. Yeah, don't take yeah. that. <laughs> Hey, if you have access to those markets, a 3-1 to one on the first quarter to win yeah. would be pretty interesting. What else do you think of the, the first quarter spread? Any other thoughts to add to uh, what Jorge said? Well, I thought Jorge was going to um, tip Pliskova outright. I think that that is where I'd be looking in this match. She's getting the same number as Naomi Osaka, and I think with current form and just her aptitude and comfortableness on, on clay, uh, I think you're getting a nice little value there. Um, I can't believe she's priced the same as Garvin, and I can definitely understand why Gar- uh, Kiki's got the same price. They're all at uh, well, fourteen to one, the fifteen point zero on bet, uh, bet online. But uh, Pliskova does well on clay, and um, I'll be, I mean, Naomi might not even make it that far. I mean, she hasn't been doing that well lately. Um, so you got a Sibylkova by name looks like a tough first round match, but by current form, shouldn't be too tough. Um, the second round could provide her some problems if she's not um, 100% in form. Um, and then she's going to probably play Mertens or Contavite. That could mm-hmm. be a tough match. So um, I think Pliskova's got it a little nicer. She's playing an out-of-form Yastrzemska in the first round. Zhang or a qualifier in the second. So the qualifier can always you know throw a wrench in things if you get a hot young young player there. But overall, I think that Pliskova is the best value in the first in the first quarter. 
Yeah, I, I like that. I think I'll probably get on board with, with some Pliskova. Um, we'll, we'll see how that shakes out now. Jorge, you were circling kind of an idea when you were doing your breakdown a little bit that although this is a clay tournament, it may set up a little bit better for big servers. Um, do you think you could explain that a little better for ourselves yeah, and I listeners? Yeah, I think uh, in the past and... Um you know, last year Kvitova won it, and, and this it plays like Stuttgart. It's not indoors per se, uh, but in the altitude, it's almost uh, like 670 meters, which is about 2,200 feet uh, for our American listeners. So the air is a bit thinner, and that's going to lend itself to um, the serves, I think, playing up a little bit. So we've seen it in the past. This is where. Rafael Nadal likes the slower conditions on the men's side. This is where the one of the, you know, the the Barcelona, Monte Carlo, or Monte Carlo, Barcelona, uh, Madrid, Rome, and French Open. This is where he's, he's won the fewest amount of titles. Uh, this is where Dominic Team has beaten him. This is where, you know, Kvitova has won her, her, her a big title last year. It's just historically and, you know, for you can you can look to the altitude to explain it. The bigger hitters, um, this is the one clay tournament that they fare better at. So I think that has to be a factor in your handicap, especially from an outright perspective, um, because you don't want to be get you don't want to get stuck playing a, a Svitolina or a Halep, who both have health concerns um, and aren't the, the bigger hitters. That this is where they are beatable uh, on clay. So that's a good segue into the second quarter, but we'll let spread go first. We look at the second quarter here. We've got Simona Halep. We've got Alina Svitolina, who are coming in here at less than 100% healthy. We've got Joe Conta and uh, Maria Sakkari, who are playing in two finals matches um, tomorrow. So uh, a lot of big names, but not necessarily in the greatest form. What do you think of the second quarter spread? Who comes out, and uh, do you like any outright prices? I mean, if they... uh... If they had it, I would like to to oppose this quarter winning. I don't. I don't really like this quarter at all. Uh, you know. You know how Bo likes to do those not <laughs> not the winner coming not yeah. from the second quarter and lay like you yeah. know minus one. You know whatever the juice would be. But um, I'm not really. Uh, you know, Jorge hit it on the head. We got Halep and Spitalina, who you know their games should translate well to clay. They're both um, battling health issues and. Halep got a new coach, so we'll see how that one uh, works for her. Svitolina, your first tournament back, don't necessarily trust her, don't want to go. You know, you don't really know what you're getting there. I think a real wild card here is Ash Barty, whose mm-hmm. success this year has been, at least I didn't, I you know, I knew she was a solid player, but I didn't see her being this successful. So just because of that, I kind of circled her name as like, you know, the wild card because I haven't anticipated her success so far. So... You know, in that vein of me not anticipating her success, I wouldn't be surprised if she was uh, successful here. Although I don't know how well her game will translate to the clay, but obviously with this being the quickest of the uh, the major clay tournaments, you know, this would probably be the one that she'd most likely be able to break out at. Yeah, you hit on the name that I had circled. I have Ashley Barty at 22-1. to 1. Um, I think I'm definitely going to be putting some capital on that. Now, Jorge, I'll make you defend your point in just a second, but um, you weren't feeling too good about her ability to play on clay. Um, looking at her numbers, however, um, not a lot of clay experience in the last year, you know, only about nine or ten matches, but, you know, holding at 82%, breaking at, you know, about only 26%, which is actually pretty low. But, you know, you've got a whole break there of about 108, um, not much experience, and she is a decent server, which yep. should help her here. So talk us well, out of Barty at 22 first, to 1. Uh, it's her first clay tournament of the year, and that's a no-go for me. Um, she hasn't touched the red dirt yet. 
So, I mean, right there, she's disqualified. For me, personally, uh, I just can't back someone. Uh, I usually like to oppose, or that 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 will factor into my individual match handicap, let alone the outright. So that's that's a no go, uh, and that's where I cross her off. Last year, um, you know, she lost here to Caroline Wozniacki. So despite the fact that you're on clay, Wozniacki surprisingly has, has made her career on the hard courts, um, even though her her style would lend to clay, and she still beat her despite the fact that you're playing where the serve in a venue where the serve could play up. Now has Barty taken a step forward? Sure. Um, but last year, you know, she beat Kenan, Maria, Arani, Kumkum, Parmentier, Kyong Wong, and Vicky Seva. Those were her seven wins last year on clay. The best one there is what? Arani, Wong? Like, nothing, nothing stands out. She's never really proven yeah. she can beat big players on clay. She lost to Serena in three, Sharapova in three, Wozniacki in three, and straights to Sevastova. So that's where I'm going to lean away from Barty on this just two a confluence of factors where I will go though and I'm glad that um, you know we got to this quarter I think this is where the long you got to take the long shot I would I'm probably going to have one unit on uh, Victoria Kuzmova to win this quarter yeah. and then I'm going to go a half unit on Victoria Kuzmova to uh, win outright her price is lovely um, yeah, it's 150 to one at bet 365 because she's in Halep's quarter. Now I'm, I'm hoping that Halep is, you know, a little hampered. Uh, if they, if they were to match up head to head when, when they do meet, I, you know, I'm not anticipating a win, but if, if we can get, um, you know, this, if she can serve at a, a high rate where her serve is going to play up and she can hit through the clay, she's played on clay this year and uh, she's got a price of 150 to one. I think that's where you want to kind of, you're, she's not as good as Barty talent-wise, but she's got the serve. She's played more on clay this year, and you've got about five times, seven times the price. Um, so I, I think that's where I'm going to go in this quarter is, is to Victoria Kuzmova. Yeah, I love that. Do you have the price for her to win the quarter? It, it hasn't Friday? been lined yet. to hear what that um, is. And that's why I said I'm going to go a full unit on okay. whatever it is. It's going to be well into the double digits. And, I, I mean, I look yeah, at this. I so. If I break down this quarter, I Sprite actually did a pretty good job. But when I look at it, Here's what I see. I've got Halep who might be hurt. I've got Conta off a really long week. I've got Suckery off a really long week. I've got an out-of-form Carlos Suarez Navarro. I've got Gerges who just pulled out of a tournament and probably needs some time off. I've got Barty, but she's in the other section of this quarter um, where it turns over. Uh, I've got Collins who who's coming off a, a bad week and a bad loss in Prague, and she was really frustrated. And I've got Svitolina who is first turn it back from injury i think i can make a case to oppose every single one of the big players in her quarter and i think 150 to 1 is a great price and i like the way it sets up too from a, a value and a hedging perspective you know her toughest match is going to be that halop match and you know you'll probably at that point still let it ride but you'll know by then whether or not halop's healthy and if she makes that through uh, you know looking at some of the ashley barty matches and looking a little deeper than some of those numbers i gave out i think you're right she has a good chance to win that match and now you've got 150 to 1 in the semifinals yeah and, you're, and if you're, you're if you play great. the 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 to win the quarter and she does come out in the semis you're already, you're free rolling you don't even need to hedge that covers your your outright bet by a lot um that's the one i really like unfortunately you know we, we don't have much time to do this because it's friday and the main draw kicks off tomorrow so we want to get this out as quick as possible but um, Bet365 hasn't lined that yet, but it, it's something I am I am tipping if the price is over, uh, you know, anything over 10 or 15 to 1 or in that range, and it'll be higher than that um, because of who's who's there. 
with Halep and Svitolina, despite the fact that there's question marks. So that's a, a tip for me, and, and so is the outright on, on a much smaller bet. Yep, totally on board. I, with that. I love the thinking there, Jorge. I think you nailed everything except for the thing that worries me about it is, like I said, I was a fan last week and I got a chance to watch her first round match, and she did not look in form at all. Um, just the the most basic errors, um, missing putaways, um, not good body language. So I mean, obviously she can turn it around, and with these long shots, you know, there's a reason that they're priced that well, and you know. Poor pass performance will obviously drive up the price, but uh, after watching the match last week, I was very disappointed in her. I thought that she could have made a run last week, um, so that's why I kind of you know scheduled her first round match. Not to mention it was on yeah. early in the night for me, so it was one of the first ones on rather than late. But I was really disappointed in her form, um, and honestly, with that form, even with an out of form Gorgas, I thought that I think that Gorgas has a good chance to win the first round. I almost this thought that Gorgas one- lucked out in the draw. The one concern, well the, the one concern round. I do have is that I don't want to have too much exposure on one match, but I love Kuzmova's number. Uh, I know the the form's off, and she has a you know there are some good players, and that's why the, the price is so high. But um, but I also love there for a multi-unit bet in the first round. Gurgis retired and has said she's got a, a huge injury problem. I thought she'd be taking a few weeks off, maybe come back in Rome, but. She's going to come play Madrid. I, I don't think she's ready. She hasn't looked good at all since, I think, Auckland now. Um, I'm not going to... I'm not really worried about that first-round match. I think there's huge value on Kuzmova on the first-round match. I think there's value on the outright price. I think this is one of the biggest value players in this draw this week. Yeah, you've got a 150-1 to one dog that basically has, a, a frankly, a walk to her third match, and that third match could be against... Yeah, don't change it. Yeah, don't change it. Yeah, don't change no, but That's I mean, I'm true. just saying, like, Kuzmova nah, should have walked uh, over Schmidlova or whoever Schmidlova's she a good clay player. No, Schmidlova's um, a good clay she's, player. She's great as a dog, too. She's actually probably a lot worse as a favorite uh, than as a dog. Uh, I'd be interested to go through <laughs> it and, and see the, you know, if you risk one unit on every one of her matches, what the profitability is like. I think you'd be way down if you bet on her as a favorite and actually up as a dog. Uh, might be recency bias. I bet on her today as a plus 175 dog, and she came through. Um, but... Uh, I think that uh, Schmidlova's not a terrible, terrible loss. Not a good loss. Um, Sviatek's not a terrible, terrible loss. Uh, Strichkova was a bad one. I think that's probably probably the worst loss she's had on clay. But uh, again, Gurgis is hurt. I mean, I, I, don't, I can't see her having withdrawn so early on a tournament on her home soil where her serve plays up if she wasn't actually hurt. And it was a premier level. It wasn't an international tournament. There's just no reason she would withdraw uh, or, or retire from that match without, you know, her actually being hurt, and unable to continue. So I'm, I'm really excited to oppose her in her first match in Madrid. Sounds good. And then I'm gonna play Mr. Contrary in this quarter, and then I'm gonna say why I'm a little worried about Noops's uh, Barty outright. And the reason is, whoa, 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 is my that- Barty outright. You started it. <laughs> Are you already uh, off board already? <laughs> you abandoning me on Barty Island? <laughs> well, here's my concern: is even if she is playing well, she's gonna have to grind, uh, you know, to get to the quarterfinals because she'll play Gavrilova the first round, who she should beat. But you know, Gavrilova is probably gonna make her work for it. Then most likely Collins in the second round, which should be another grind. 
And then if she does, if Fidelina is in form and she gets her in the third round, you know, she's going to make her work too. I'm just worried about, you know, we mentioned court time. It just seems after her first uh, three matches, she could have a lot of time on court. You're not wrong about that. But I don't know. 22 to 1. Well, no, I, I mean, I'm a little this more is all the crapshoot. Like we said, yeah. on these, I'm on a little these... more freaked out that she hasn't played on clay yet. I hadn't had a chance to dive in that that deeper pull-up for history, but yeah, if this is her first clay tournament, it's, I'm going to probably back away from that. I mean, on these big WTA tournaments, I mean, anything, you, there's so many, you know, uh, realistic possibilities. It's so opposite from the men's big tournaments. You totally. know, where we literally have 15 to 20 women who could possibly win. Yeah. It wouldn't even really Yeah, I think that, that so, much. in this quarter, we have uh, Noops on Barty and Albion Kuzmova. Um, did we have anything in the first quarter? And we oh. didn't mention your favorite on Putin Seva. Actually, okay, you guys, so, talk, you guys talked me out of Barty. I'm, I'm out on that one. She hasn't played on play, <laughs> and I'm definitely on board. And I'm, I'm sorry to ruin your bet like this, so Jorge, for, but yeah. I'll be definitely taking Thanks, some asshole. Kuzmova. <laughs> so you like, I like first Pliskova quarter Kuzmova? Just I want to get <laughs> before we move to the bottom half. I want to kind of uh, sum up our top half outrights. I've got we've got Pliskova from spread in the first quarter. I'm going Kuzmova small. Probably a quarter unit, not even a half unit, because that's a lot of exposure, uh, because I will be on her first round. So let's say a quarter unit outright and a half unit to win the quarter um, in the second quarter. Alrighty. Yep, and I'm gonna put, I'll put a quarter yes. unit on in Kuzmova at 150 to 1 2. Maybe I'll jump on Pliskova too, but uh, we'll see how that goes. So no. mention of Putin saving. No, here. I mean, not on right. an outright. I, I, I love her as a player, and I love watching her, I love her passion. But she's not someone I'm going to bet outright. Uh, plus, this breaks my heart. And I, as soon as I updated my bio, I swear to you, I updated it and put Svitolina and Putin Save a fan in there. And I said, you know what's going to happen? Within the next three tournaments, they're going to freaking play each other. And look at this. Look at this. They're slated to play the second damn round. <laughs> of course. I knew it. It wasn't even three tournaments. Within three tournaments, it was within two. Like, second tournament. And I think... Begu actually is gonna. Uh, yeah, she's gonna make her work for that first. Yeah, but and match. Yulia that's is gonna have a really good chance against Svitolina, getting a ton of balls back, making her move, and potentially, uh, you know, having that that movement be an issue with with uh, Svitolina's Svitolina's injury was at her lower yeah, body, so, so uh, it was her knee or something. So it's you know, if, if Putin Seva, who loves to extend rallies, can do it against Svitolina, and Svitolina can't hit a ton a ton of winners. Uh, that could be a very, very intriguing second round uh, underdog for sure. And I don't like betting against Svitolina. I'll put a half unit on Putin Seva in that match and then brute for the bet, you know, to fail. I think it's one of those things where it'll be value, it and I, I'm always <laughs> going to advise my subscribers to take the value. Um, but from a fan perspective, I, I'm not going to, you know, I'd be like, okay, Svitolina won. I'm, I'm sad the bet lost, but I, I think it was a good bet. And if it wins. For no, me. as an Ostapenko <laughs> fan, I'm quite quite well versed in betting against your favorite. I mean, you see her as these Aww. huge underdogs, and she can't even hit the ball and play. <laughs> Poor spread. <laughs> you're just gonna, you're gonna stop naming cats after your favorite players. I think. That's yeah, and stay the hell away from. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've learned from naming one. Alina don't name cats after your favorite players. You don't even need to name one Arena before she fell off the face <laughs> of the earth. So. <laughs> oh, Cheat yeah, shot. Not, that was a, hey, you know what that was? That was a Ben Simmons blow. to Kyle Lowry <laughs> right there. But there was no foul call, so I get that oh, one free. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> for those 
For those Man. who don't know, this is this Vicious. is a Toronto-Philly rivalry between me and Noopsie. So they're playing in the basketball second round in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, just yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, politely yeah. remind you yeah, that yeah, the yeah. series, okay. I, I believe it's it's <laughs> two games to one spread. Who's up two games to one? Uh, last time I checked, it's Philadelphia. I hope that's I that's exactly <laughs> right. All right, I think people are sick of hearing us talk about the second quarter. Let's finally yeah. get out of this mess and jump into another messy quarter, um, the third quarter here, the top part of the bottom half. We've got the newly engaged Sloane Stevens. Um, we've got the new Clay Dynamo, <laughs> Victoria Azarenka. Um, one of our fa- one of our favorite Wangs, Yoffen Wang, is here. Um, Alizé Cornette, we always like her on. Clay Donovekic, who I like and Jorge apparently hates. Petra Martic and Angelique Kerber. Um, although I did just bait Jorge, what do you think, Spread? I do not like any outrights in this round except for we had discussed it, you know, in our prep. Um, Martic jumps out just because she's a hundred to one. Yeah. Uh... I mean, we're talking about taking long shots, you know, quarter units. That would be my. I don't hate that. Uh, if she gets through her first round, tournament. look at this again. Look at this quarter. Um, plenty of names not a whole lot of you know Kerber's actually looked better on clay since the beginning of 2018 or since last year than her career but it's not her favorite surface uh, Garbina is at home and has the serve that can play but so does Martic uh, they both got the height to come to really come down on that ball and and hammer the serves but you know Garbina is so mercurial and so uh, inconsistent that Martic can come through there I like her value on the plus 150 on the first round uh it is. I mean, it isn't is. that Everyone a great first-round match just for fans, too? Uh, it's funny because, you I mean, know, that's just fantastic. Me, this, the second person I like in this is, is Donna Vekic. Uh, she's, yeah, she's got the serve to play. Uh, she, you, oh, no you were way. right. She does have clean numbers. Uh, it was just that particular match I hated her in, and I believe I was right. Um, it was an ugly being right with Osaka, but I was right. <laughs> um, Vika, I'm not, I'm I'm still gonna That's freaking true. oppose her on clay. I don't give a damn if she took money from me before. I I am hell bent on opposing her. Sloan, I mean, you just got engaged. You've been out for ages. You got a brand new coach. If there, if you looked at all the different intangibles playing against betting on someone for an outright, she's got them. Um, utter inconsistency. So I'm betting. I'm not betting Sloan. I'm not betting Kasatkina. I'm not betting Azarenka. I'm not betting either of the uh, Wang or Zhang, the Chinese players there. Uh, Wozniacki just posted about her, her rheumatoid arthritis flaring up, asking fans, what do you do when it uh, flares up? I like to go outside in the sun, blah, blah, blah. So definitely not betting her. Um, and Cornet, I'm probably going to take on the plus games. So, yeah, I think this is another quarter that sets up really well to take a higher number. Uh, Vekic or Martic. Um, I'm probably going to not wager anything. I'm not going to advise any tips uh, here because I do like Kuzmova and I like someone in the fourth quarter. and uh, But if, if people do have a lean on that and they want to see, you know, they come to us for our insight, if if that confirms it for you, then go ahead, um, you know, shoot your shot. But I'm not going to take anything here personally. I'm not going to advise anything. But I, I do see a, a little bit of value in, in um, Mardich. And I can't find... Does anyone know what uh, what number we have for... Vekic, where is she? Oh, yeah, 40 to 1. Vekic is 40 to 1. 40 to 1. Yep. I'm surprised she's 40 to 1 and and Kasakina's 50 to 1. It just seems off current form. Yeah, I mean, you can't bet Kasakina here. 
Yeah, that's a name recognition thing. Well, I'll be interested. Let's go back. I can't wait till we come back around. I think this uh, quarter yes, is great absolutely. for our first round matchups. Yeah. So, and I'll be interested to talk about her. But let's let's knock to the fourth because uh, we got a lot of first round matchups. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, my bad. Hold on, hold on. So, all right. So, Cornet. talking out of Cornette at one hundred and fifty to one, I was staring at, and I hate do. I hate. C'est français, hein? C'est français, Monsieur Noobs. She's, she's French, so you don't. <laughs> right. So just don't. Blah, 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 blah. Just don't I pronounce any of the consonants. I think that's how you speak French for the most part. Um, <laughs> that's right. So uh, there was three net names that I looked in here, and I hate doing this, but you got Yafin Wang at two fifty to one. You've got Cornet at one fifty to one, and then you know we talked about Vekic and Martic. I like Vekic at forty to one. I think that she's in a great spot to enter this quarterfinal and probably win it. Um, but what do you think about maybe sprinkling just a little bit on Wang at, at two fifty to one and Cornet at, at one fifty to one? Um, you know, Wozniacki again. You talked about the RA and whoever wins that that maybe Wang Cornet match has got maybe Azarenka or a probably disinterested Sloane Stevens. So you're looking at a one fifty and a two fifty. You know, in the quarterfinals, I think. Um, um, any complaints? Yeah, I think it's a little early to be betting um, Yaffin on any outrights. Uh, I don't hate the look at 250 to 1. I think I, she didn't look bad against Conta. She had a tough match. She was uh, leading in it. Uh, she had match points. I don't understand why the books still don't respect her on clay. Um, but she's one I'd look to bet more individually, look at individual matchups uh, and exploit value. I'm just, I'm not sold on her winning a premier mandatory and getting through all these big players. Uh, it's it's a huge number. I, ju- I I can't justify taking it um, because even with your hedging, it's going to be tough because she's going to be the underdog because the books don't respect her yet in a lot of matches. If she plays, um, you know, a couple seeds along the way, you're it gets really expensive to hedge, and so you don't really have a way to draw that much equity out of it um, unless she makes the semis, and then you can really lay down a ton of cash. But it takes a lot of money. To be able to to turn that into equity, uh, it's just not it's not my favorite spot. Um, so I pass there. Okay, that makes sense to me. All right, uh, I kind of like your angles there. I think that you are even. I you know the probabilities of it happening are greater than the numbers you're getting. Now, do I say that I think that either Wang or Cornet is going to win the tournament? No, but I mean, Wang in my mind should be at most a hundred to one. You know, Cornet, you know, about the same. I mean, she should be at least priced with right. there's, there's, that's... at 67 to 1 or 66 to 1. So I totally love your angle yeah. there. I think that you're doing a good job of like just exploiting the math there. And at those huge numbers, although that's, Jorge, that's Jorge the thing is you will do be hard to hedge, I mean, it's definitely wins. possible. Um, I, I agree you know? 100%. There's no way that percentage wise she's that low a percentage to win this tournament. But, um, the whole point of taking these long shots, you know, you're not betting these women because you think, hey, she got a great chance at winning. You're betting them because you you find the the discrepancy in odds versus the true number, and you're able to then you know kind of draw out some equity from that uh, ticket along the way. And I just I think it's for me, like I like I said, I think that this is the week to bet some higher numbers. Uh, looking at a lot of these quarters, and I just I, I you you just want to make sure that you're going to be in in a match where um, you're going to be able to. To extract some equity. Remember, a lot of people aren't going to have the huge bankrolls either. So you know, you're you're probably limited to betting like ten dollars at two fifty to one, and then you know it's going to cost you a couple hundred. Uh, 
not cost you, but you're going to need, you know, 100 or 200 available to you to hedge that um, if she plays like a Kvitova and Kvitova is a minus, what, 600, 700. You're going to need hundreds and hundreds of dollars to be able to do that. Right. So, you know, not all people are going to have the bankroll to be able to make that kind of hedge, even if the hedge is available to them, they may not have the, the available funds to them. So there's a lot of factors that go and make sure if you, you are bankrolled well, if you are going to play a, like a Yafin Wong future here. I think that's one piece of advice I'd give there. Yeah, I, I think you're dead on with that. And I am thinking of some really small bets here, like 0.1 unit kind of thing, and really just letting it ride basically until they get to um, that semifinal match with, with probably Kvitova there. So let's jump into that fourth quarter. And Spread, I know that you were excited to get here. So um, do you just want to talk about how Ostapenko <laughs> is just going to blow through this tournament and be the champion of Madrid? I mean, that's the dream, right? But reality is I'm not even – I wouldn't even favor her in the first round against Pavlyuchenkova. Um, but this was my favorite outright, and that's why I was excited to get here. I see um, our Charleston champion, Madison Keys, sitting here at 22 to 1, and I love that number on the uh, the faster clay. As Jorge had pointed out, it, it uh, mm-hmm. favors the servers, and I just have a, you know, I like her ability to get hot here, and I think she could play really well. I think well. that's, I like that's an Keys intriguing look. Madison Keys. What do you think, Jorge? Um, you know, hasn't she won Charleston this year? Where the I think the the serve plays a bit. Went to the semis of the French Open last year. Went to the semis of Charleston last year. She has, you know, she's fifteen and four in her last nineteen matches on the dirt with uh, a title, a Grand Slam semi, and then a Premier semi. She's got the pedigree, the experience uh, to do it. She's got the serve that plays well in the conditions. I really like that. Um, that look, uh, I think here, I don't care how chalky it gets, and I'm surprised it is only 10 to 1. I thought she would be 7 or 8 to 1, uh, and I, I'd probably think she was uh, – I'd have her at, at f- uh, 5.5 to 1 where Halep is. Um, she's the defending champ. This is Kvitova now, sorry. Um, she's defending champ. Her serve plays. She's clearly good on clay, not just hard courts. She's in form. She's everything you want in an outright. So, again, you know, I took her at 7 to uh, – seven to one the other week at at unibet and you know i don't like playing those low numbers but value is value and she should be five and a half six to one here not ten to one there's multiple dollars of value on this number at kvitova so just on principle i'm gonna have to back her again um and she's had a week off in between so she's not fatigued uh, everything i want in and outright um she's got and i, I think she wins this tournament 10 percent of the time especially considering how many of the fellow uh, her, her fellow favorites are just completely out of form um, or on long, prolonged breaks or coming off injury or, you know, a ton of other a confluence of factors coming together here to uh, kind of make her number a, a nice value spot at 10 to 1. Yeah, I got to agree with you there. Getting the, the champ at 10 to 1 is great. Um, but just to circle back and kind of make another uh, support of my point, when you're going against Kvitova, I think that Keys is not the player you want to see uh, two matches in. I think that she's got the game to beat her, and I think that's like a tough part of her draw. But I agree with you. There is value at 10 to 1. Again, that might be part form. of why you see the value uh, there, because she is going to have to go through um, someone that, you know, they're they're very even in their career when they play, um, because they do have very similar games, despite one being a lefty, one being a righty. Uh, that, that could be why you get the number. But I think she's going to be a huge favorite there. So. Right. 
you could you could theoretically put a unit on Kvitova to win 10 units and hedge with a half unit on Keys. With the form Kvitova's in right now, she should be a big favorite in that match. She should be like minus 200. You're getting plus, you know, 150, 160 on Keys. Uh, that only takes a half unit and you cover almost your... Uh, you're outright. So if you're really worried about that particular spot, considering I consider the third quarter pretty weak, and I'm not going to have to hedge Kvitova again more than once in the tournament, you've got lots of room to, even if it's an early hedge, do it. I mean, this is my thing, is everyone says I can get it to the semis and then hedge. You can hedge early if you think the path after that you can just lay off. I know it, it kind of increases your exposure, um, but, you know, the right move is the right move, and, and you can you can pull that probably pretty easily. Um, Petra's not going to be someone that's hard to hedge right now because she's going to have, you know, huge favorite numbers next to her name in every match she plays, in my opinion, anyway. And I think that's a great point, you know. If you're only doing one hedge um, for the whole tournament, it doesn't really matter if it's in the, the third round or in the finals. You know, if it's only one hedge, pick your spot and right. find the, and, the most uh, vulnerable uh, Nukes, you got anything in this, uh, this quarter? Yeah, the only other name I wanted to okay. toss in the ring, I was looking at Sevastova, 33-1. to 1. I knew you were going to say that one, too, because that one jumped out to me, too. Yeah, she's got an easy first-round match with Flipkins. She should beat Buzarnescu or Tom Ljanovic. Um, then she probably gets Kiki Burtons. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll place a small bet on Kiki Burton so that she'll lose so that Sevastova will advance or try to do the magic that way somehow. But, you know, she's 33-1, to 1 and she gets to, you know, miss Kavitova until the quarterfinals. Um, I just keep I coming back to that I think the price is there because of the Burtons match. Yeah. I think I, that Burtons is a tough matchup for her. I think that's what I'll end up doing is probably just betting her outright in that Burton's match and waiting for that because I still can't see the winner of Burton, Sevastova, beating Kvitova. Um, she's playing the best tennis of anybody I've seen all season. Um, oh. And, you know, defending champion, she's extremely comfortable here. We talked about how having a big serve in the altitude matters. Um, I, I don't know. What else What else do you need to really get excited about this? Um it, it's mind-boggling that she's not the um, outright favorite here. To see yeah. her at roughly twice the odds so, of, of uh, Alup is noops, beyond I'm going to circle so back here. I pulled totally up a bit because I, I thought I had it open. I didn't. Uh, price shop, kids. We say it every week, and here I am almost forgot. Uh, Yafin Wong, 300 to 1 at Unibet. <laughs> it's, it's, entice, it's even more enticing than you thought. Woo. But... Um, do we want to do here's 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 what i propose now if you guys want to get the actual outrights you're going to legit put your names on uh we'll give that right now before we move to first round matches so our listeners have our outright bets plain and simple um so they don't have to kind of parse through what we said and figure out what we're on so, okay yeah i figured i'll give you yeah, guys I think time that's a to, good idea it sounds like you're ready you want to go first ready to go all right, so I'm going to go, obviously, Petra Kvitova All right, to win the tournament outright, 10-1 to 1 at Bet365. And then, of course, one of my favorite players to back in any capacity um, is Victoria Kuzmova at 150-1 to 1 at both Unibet and Bet365 uh, for our, uh, our European listeners and Canadian listeners. 150-1, um, to 1, that will be... Kvitova is a full unit. I'm going to put... A half unit on the 150 for Victoria, or sorry, a quarter unit on 150 to one for Kuzmova. And for those who have bet 365 accounts, I am officially tipping for a half unit her to win the second quarter. We don't have prices as of recording, but it is an official tip for me. So those are my my three outrights for this week for our listeners. 
All right, Spread, are you ready or do you need another second? I'm ready. We're going Pliskova, 14 to 1. Madison Keys, 22 to 1. We'll do full units on those. And we're going to put 0.2 units on Petra Martic at 100 to 1. Yeah. That sounds, I love the excitement. <laughs> I love it. All right. So I've got a, a handful of more names. I had less when I started, but you guys are so convincing. I'm going to put a full unit on Pliskova at 14 to 1 and a full unit on Kvitova at 10 to 1 and hope they meet in the final. Um, I'm going to put a quarter unit on Kuzmova at 150 to 1. Um, and then I'm going to put 0.1 units, again, real tiny bets on Wang at, you know, 250 to 1 is good, 300 to 1 is even better, and Cornet at 150 to 1, and, and look to see if um, hopefully those two play and then maybe buy out of that bet come uh So there's, there's so total, I think we're advising, four, what, about four, four and a half units? Five, I guess. Uh, you know, that, that seems like a lot, but you've got a lot of players you can root for. If you're following all of those outrights, uh, you've got one unit Pliskova, one unit Kvitova, one unit uh or 0.25 units Kuzmova, 0.1 on Cornet and Wong, and then you've got Keys uh, for a, a full unit, if I'm not mistaken there, right? That's everything? So that's 3.75, 3.95 units in play for us on the outrights. It's, you know, it's only, it's less than 4% of your bankroll, and uh, if you hopefully we'll, uh, we'll hit something. Oh, and the half unit on Kuzmova quarter. So 4.45 units in play, that's our outrights. We, we, we want to be more uh, more clear now because that was a good piece of feedback that I also noticed that we should probably be better with. So thanks to uh, Wang Bang who uh, who sent that in. He's been a long-time totally. follower, I think, of most of us. So that was good. Yep, we always appreciate the commentary and the uh, back and forth to some of our fans. If there's anything that we could be doing better, please let us know. Um, we love that kind of interaction and uh, some tremendous note taking and preparation by you, Jorge. So I think as your reward for well, that, I'd like uh, you to I pick the first, knows I'll be first round matchup we'll talk about. So I can pass that over. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm on Kuzmova. We don't need to go there. Yep. And um, I want to kind of start with yep, she's uh, really about lined it even. Kind of the the days going in order here because I think it makes it easier for for people when they go to their books to uh, to find. So I'm going to start with a Saturday match. Um, I love uh, this is qualification so if your book has qualies um, I'm actually going to go qualification instead of round one Anastasia Potapova whose price has actually dropped a ton intrigues me but uh, Anna Karolina Schmidlova beautiful number against Jesse Pagula she's constantly underrated Um, that's my that's my pick for qualification Uh, what do you guys think I'm seeing um, an average odds across European books of minus 115 and the best odds are minus uh, 110 so uh, I'll be on her for minus 110 so excuse uh, me Pagula for not being prepared totally but what is what's the matchup again who's playing okay Pagula and Schmidlova um, yeah I like Schmidlova there it's, um, she's a good clay court player. She's got a lot of experience. Uh, Pagula's a younger player who hasn't really played a lot of clay. I, I mean, I like Pagula's game overall. She seems to have a lot of power to her game and, and some solid level of skill. But um, I think I'd lean Schmedlova there. I'll probably pass, though. What do you think, Spread? Yeah, I'm laying off that. Obviously, uh, I'm not uh, rating Schmedlova as high as you did because I was really disappointed in her loss to uh, her 
Kuzmova's lost to her last week, and then you guys kind of corrected me that, hey, that's not as bad a loss. So I'll go ahead and lay off, and I think I need to continue my education on the game, which means love. Yeah. Well, we can't All watch right, them either. But it sucks because I can't I watch the qualifiers. Turn In America, it's so no, hard to find I don't think they turn. I mean, I'm events. not as... Um, you don't and get I them mean, on 365? Like 10% of events that you can get them on 365. Uh, tomorrow, though, WTA TV, a lot of times they won't have the, the first day of qualifiers, but if there's a tournament where the main drawn qualities are on at the same time, they turn the cameras on um, on those courts, and you can actually watch them. Uh, but I think I, I honestly think at most tournaments, they just don't turn the cameras on for qualifiers. And it bugs the hell out of me. Like, if I'm paying you for WTA TV subscription, and they're at a venue where the cameras are set up, all you have to do is turn them on, and then yeah, you got to pay someone to sit there and you know cut in and out and and change cameras like a director slash switcher. But at the same time, you know you've got a ton of subscription money coming in. Do do your job. And you can even add. You can even add. Oh, I wouldn't say if they had an option. Me. Hey, pay an extra five bucks a month heart and me. get qualifiers. You know to go ahead and and subsidize that. I would do it. And then the guys that don't want it. You know, don't have to do it. Hopefully, they'll do that soon. Yeah. I mean, with the way that sports are, I mean, it probably will happen within the next couple of years. That's just oh, my weekly match. complaint that I can't watch qualifiers, especially because Mladenovic yep. Sigmund would be a good qualifying match to watch. Pekovic Hercog is a great match. Um, plus the Lesser versus Kanepi. I mean, it's just gonna be a lot of fun stuff here in these qualifiers that I wish I could could watch. But That's right. <laughs> on a Saturday. For the powers to be, Spread has money and he wants to give it to you. Let him give yeah. it to you. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into some actual first-round matchups. Okay. Um, all right, Spread. You, I think you I'm knew I was going to do this. Player. This all is right, the one go that for I'm it. interested in, and it's early on Saturday, so it fits yep. Jorge's um, timeline here, too. Sabalenka versus Kuznetsova. I I favor Kuznetsova, but I want to get your guys' feedback here before I put a little money down. I'm terrified. Um, Sabalenka has not played great tennis for a little while now. I'm going to pull up her uh, match log. I'm not sure if she's played on clay yet. If she has, it was one very quick match that I don't remember. Um, you know, Kuznetsova now has played a couple tournaments on clay. She seems to be rounding into some sort of form. You know, Sabalenka played two matches in Charleston, which is the a European little different clay, than what we're yeah. dealing with here. So this is going to be her first match on the actual red dirt. Um yeah, I'm I'm terrified of taking her here. It looks like a cheap price, and you know I don't believe in. I trap think that lines, well, one book has a, one, an insane price going uh, on. What do you Marathon think, bet. I believe that's an Asian bookie. I'm not sure. I don't have an account there. I don't use them to tip. I only use uh, books to tip where I I actually have accounts open and money in. Um, so Unibet and three six five don't have it up yet. One Xbet has it at evens. I've got plus one seventeen at Pinnacle though. Uh, Jesus. I don't... <laughs> That's so I, I I think I was spread. I don't know how you don't play that that plus one seventeen. Like form, uh, ex, you know, not experience, but well, experience, yeah. Uh, form, uh, great returner, which is kind of going to be tough and neutralize a bit of Sabalenka's big advantage. Uh, and smarter tactical player, more matches this year on the European Red Dirt. I just think it checks all the boxes, and I, I think you know you've got a as as Bo says in our group chat. Um, that's at English Math PhD for those who want to follow him. He's really funny. He's a really good follow. Really good math guy. Um, we've mentioned him a couple times. I figured we should drop that. Um, yeah. Uh, pl- there it is. Plus one twenty-five. One X bet is now oh, yeah. in that same region. His plus English 125 is now. It's not bad. Um, it just jumped. So, <laughs> you know, as he says, WTF? Ooh, wrong team like favored that. in this case. You know, the team being the player. Yeah, wrong woman favored here. Um, 
I don't. I don't. It's think WWF. She should be a dog in, the, in this match. I think. I don't oh, think she yeah. should be minus one fifty as a favorite, but I think minus one twenty five, minus one thirty is right half this line. Good. Well, I'll do you guys the good favor of staying away, so you can both jump on board for the dog, and, and I will uh, choose to pass. Whether that is my heart or my head, it's hard to tell, um, but I am passing on that. Um, looking through the rest of the first-round matchups, we've got Ostapenko playing tomorrow. What do you think, Spread? Can she beat Pavly Yuchenkova? She can, but I don't think she will. It's yeah, a- the price is only plus. I'm seeing plus 223, you know, maybe plus 225. Or I'm sorry, one, 123. Sorry, plus 123. Oh, I was saying 223. I had almost had to. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, I forgot no. that I'm reading silly desk because He needed screenshots, and there's hell, there's no way I'm catering and, and changing the odds. I knew what I was getting. Screenshots, you're going to read decimals, baby. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be tough. All right, so. I think we'll this is a weekly we'll reminder. On Panko. What do you think, Corey? Is there any value in Pavel Yuchenkov um, at that price? People need that reminder if they don't if they don't uh, follow me too much on Twitter. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm an asshole. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I no, there's no value on on Austin Panko at this number. Um, I'm actually disappointed. I was when I started opening my tabs up, uh, it was about minus 130 for Pavs. It is now down to like minus 145. Uh, I'm going to check the spreads um, once they come out. But this is what happens. Oftentimes, I hate pay, uh, paying juice. But at the same time, if you want the most advantageous number, that's where you have to do it. Because a lot of these offshore books, what they do is they open the price, wait till money comes in. And then once the favorite is down from uh, like 1.77 or minus 140 down to 1.61, which I don't know what, minus 160, I think, minus 155, something in there, they've lost 15 cents of value on the dollar. And then they put the spreads out, and it yeah. correlates with the worst number, right? So the the spread isn't the the peak value number. You, you're better off paying the juice with the money line than taking the spread that's correlated to the worst number. Um, this would have been one of those spots at, at minus about 130. Uh, I would have just taken the money line there because right now the spreads are out. But it's I think uh, two and a half games at minus 115. So juice a juice two and a half, or even money at three games. Um, I, I can't play spreads in Ostapenko matches yeah. because she could win, she could lose, uh, but win a set 6-1, and you're screwed, right? So um, I, I can't play this match at this at this number. Uh, yep. I think Pavia Chankova was yep. value when she came out. I think she wins, but uh, it, it's tough to justify at 1.65. Um, 1xbet still has it at, at minus 135 area, but that's the only one, and it's an outlier, so I, that's probably a pass for me. Yeah, I agree. All right, looking through here, we know we were going through the outright spread. It sounded like you thought Begu could beat Putin Seva. I'm seeing yeah. Begu plus 155. Yeah. You jumping on the dog? I would have wanted more than that. Well, that seems it's lined about right. Yeah, I agree. Moving forward here, we've got Contivate, my uh, very favorite yep. clay player, playing Alexandra. Ali, I think it's Alexandra Sasnovich. Sasnovich, a really big dog that's, here. That's plus 373. Plus 300. Um, it's over 300. That's about right. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Really? Okay. So the the, the numbers change a little oh. bit. The one you sent me where it's got the matches it's now and actual orders uh, showing me three four point seven three. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. As I sent these for prep, so but just want to make sure I'm reading can't correctly. Access them, but they moved. So um, plus four or plus three seventy three is the average across the European books right now. Uh, money's coming in on Contivate. 
deservedly so. I don't know. I don't know if I could, unless I get five and a half or five games. I probably, I, I, I can't justify Sastovich. It's a stretch. Um, there's too many other good matches. We, we skipped over Kasakina Azarenka. I think Kasakina might have some value there. I think she might have some. Oh, yeah. Really? I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it would be tougher not to. I mean, Azarenka does not have a, a long successful bait, history bait, bait, on bait, clay. Kasakina seems bait, to have bait, found bait, a little bit of form here, changing surfaces. I was hoping for something better. Oh, sorry. Yeah, see, no, it's moved. Ah, this is another I need one that's better moved than one thirty. The favorites favor. She's only uh, she's getting plus, plus one thirty six at Pinnacle. So, mm. yes. Mm. For I, I think I have to play that too. Vika yeah. serve. Oh I think a lot gosh. of people in public might be getting on. Cool serve play plays that. up, and it does absolutely. But if there's someone who can handle even the biggest of serves, this is her game is to return. I think the really tough part comes right. in for Kasakina when she's serving. How is she going to find a way to hold? This was the problem I had when I went big with her against Venus, um, because yeah. I love the fact that she might be able to move Venus around, and she didn't. She didn't hold serve a single time that match. That's the big concern with playing her here, and I think I've just talked myself out of it because Vika's that player who is aggressive, who will stand a foot inside the baseline, and every second serve that she puts she puts uh, in is going to be hammered back. I don't know how she wins any second serve points and thus service games. Um, I think that's why the money's coming on Azarenka, like matchup wise. That's Azarenka holds. You know, she can only hold thirty percent of the time. I think she wins this match. So I've I've just talked myself right out of Casakina. Yeah, passing's never a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's why people listen, folks. You can hear the process. All right, kind of moving forward here a little bit. Shea Garcia looks about priced right to me. Do you guys have any thoughts yeah. on that match? Yeah, I'm staying away from <laughs> that one. Let's watch that one and see it, the form. Uh, mainly of Garcia. We know that Shea's, you know, playing pretty well last, right now, but Garcia's a complete wild card. I would stay away from her matches till we at least get one under the belt on the uh, at the tournament. I am one thousand percent live betting Shay if she loses yeah. the first set More and is down a break in the second. Nine hundred. I'm going oh, wow. to okay. get like plus five or plus six hundred or something. And Garcia's the exact mm. player, right? It's, and Garcia's the exact it's player I, I want to oppose in that in that situation because if Shay can get the break back, kind of like that match set, against one of the three Brady like matches, butter in the hot all, sun in the third. Freaking um, three of them. She won the second set after being down a set. I was like, okay, here we go. We're back in it. Boom. Totally. Bagled. Third set. That's that's something I could see here with Shea. Ugh. Nah. Yep. Kvitov nah. is a huge favorite nah. over Kenan. Not Any interest in Kenan? I think that's a tough. Uh, I think that's a tough first I think round maybe match for the, the side to side might hurt Petra a bit if she runs her a lot, but I, that shouldn't be too big of an issue for her. I don't think it'll be an issue, but I think it does have the uh, potential to wear her down. You know, I think it could be a tougher match than some of these other women have in the first round as far as just physical expenditure to beat her. Mm-hmm. All right, moving down, we've got Burton Singh. Yeah, do you want to do anything Burton's to do with a Sinyakova match right now? Not as big as Kovitova, Rolls actually. in two matches in Prague, no gets rolled yeah. in the third. Who could, plus, she's now yeah. the average odds here for you because I know you got a stale uh, screenshot there. Plus 314. Um... Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. Oh, so I'm much, not gonna touch. Well, actually, uh, no, that's about right. But I'm looking at plus three hundred five right now. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, 
Next up, then this is, uh, we're into, I guess this is Sunday by now. The two Spanish wild cards, Arobarena playing Sora Tormo. Two pretty solid clay players. I'd expect this Oof. match to be lined pretty close, and it is. Maybe the slightest amount of value on the dog simply yeah, because if you like Tormo long is rallies, a dog. Um, I'm going to um, pass and you on this watch match, like maybe a, taking over or a something. A six, 6-2, two, six, two match that takes three hours to freaking play. <laughs> Boy, do I have a match for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right folks get excited um spread any thoughts on that one uh if i do play it i'd be uh Arabuena, but um basically the only way i play that is if i like i hit a heater on the first ones and i'm just like up like five or six units and feeling in the mood to gamble but yeah otherwise stay away i had a boy no- nothing like getting on a heater um, Osaka yeah. plays Sybil Kova. Sybil Kova only plus 170. Um, so decent respect, I think, for her. I, I don't know. That's kind of an intriguing number. I'm going to have to do some more homework on that one. Any thoughts on that one, Spread? No, definitely stay away. Sybil Kova's form hasn't been that uh, been that good lately, and Osaka is like pretty much the definition of a wild card right now. Um, so I think there's value here. In, in, not looking at that one. It's anything uh, Naomi. just to see for the next round. I do. I think... It. Minus two hundred or minus two hundred five is that's really really cheap. Um, she's got like this is remember this is playing to serves. Sybil Kova's been all sorts of out of form, and this has happened multiple times this year. I've opposed Sybil Kova on a spread, and it's come in easily. I don't know why bookies still believe uh, that you know sh- this is it, if this was a, a, a smaller name player, someone who didn't have the past success that Sybil Kova did, this would be a minus four hundred line. Okay, for the for the form Sibylkova is in this season, any other player not named Dominica Sibylkova would not hold Osaka to 1.5, which is dead on minus 200. This is a lovely parlay piece. Um, if you want a, a two-legged parlay, that'll this plus another decent fave that has some value will get you into plus money. Um, I think the spread works here. Uh, I think there's value on Osaka. I don't understand why books continue to give. Maybe it's the public money. Uh, because I'm seeing a lot of uh, red arrows on odds portal, which means Silvakova's price has been, you know, uh, shortening. Uh, she's been taking money from plus 187 to plus 176, uh, where she is now. So, which, but that's not always the right move. Just, that's uh, not always the right move, especially in this spot. On the clay. Good, keep yeah, doing yeah, it. Yeah, people. I'd like to say plus one or minus 185 if we could. Well, I'm just telling so. you what people are doing. <laughs> Osaka unders. It's a great. Uh, it's a great under spot actually too. I don't know what the total is for that one yet, but if they hang like a, t- if they take if they hang like a twenty one, we are sitting at a 20, 20. 20. No, one. But this is only this is only. We'll see at one book. Sorry, the the yeah. It's, it's tough Unda. because uh, over under and, and spreads come in totals and spreads come in for so many matches so much later. Everywhere but one X bet uh, is the only book I use that kind of puts them all up at once. I'm seeing uh, 20 and a half is where most books have settled. Okay, 20 and a half is, is probably still a little bit of value. What I might actually even do there is try to find an alt total of 20 yeah. and see if I can get some uh, some juice, some uh, little little extra money in my favor. Oh, all see, right, and, and this is where I um, wanted value. All right, Jorge, um, tell us why Petra Martic is going to be Gardenia Muguruza. Um, so for all the subscribers today... That's on me. Uh, she's since fallen from plus 156 at Pinnacle to plus 130. 
she's been steamed. I knew it. Uh, once again, my read, my read of the market was accurate. This is why I've actually been yeah. doing pretty well the last couple of weeks. I've been waiting, yeah. hitting openers, and just racking up CLV. Not going to happen on this match. Uh, she's plus 143 still at 1x bet. I'm going to get that tipped out as soon as we wrap up here. I love this. I think she she serves well enough um, to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Garbina. She can, she's not bothered by pace. Uh, she's going to run Garbina ragged. She's going to make her come to net. She's going to drop shot her. She's going to slice her. Uh, for someone like Garbina, I think that, um, if anything, the way Garbina plays and can drop sets to literally nobodies, I think the angle here might be to play the spread. Um because it's going it's it isn't out yet at pinnacle and the money line has shortened on us um i think i i would have the spread wasn't available at the higher number um but the best spread number we're going to get i think i'm going to take i could see this even as a you know six four uh two six seven five win for garbinia right and then the game spread comes in easily i think Mardich plus games might be the play here I'm not opposed to Mardich on the money line either. I think that's also a play, although, like I said, it's been steamed, a little bummed that the market kind of reacted so quickly um, before I could get my stuff out. But uh, but that's that's my read on this one. I think Mugruth is far too inconsistent. Mardich is far too good on clay. has far too much variety. Um, you know, she's also got a, a nice first serve, uh, so she won't be, you know, broken all the time and having to break Mugruth's serve consistently. Uh, I, I like this play. Yeah, I, I, I do too. I, I, it's, I'll probably end up talking myself in, into the dog. I, it's plus one, I plus one forty is. I know plus one fifty, plus one sixty would have been great. But I if I can get a plus one forty, the lines aren't out on the sites that I use, and I thought I was going to. Yeah, get but Mardich is Mardich is a good yeah. clay player with no. good hold break numbers, and really that would be a, that would be a dream this year. There's yeah, no way books are going to give you plus one eighty. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I was uh, the wishful thinking there, huh? I wonder if being at home hurts Garby because uh, you know her fans actually know how much of a waif she can be from time to time. So you probably actually get worse pricing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think it helps her overall. Yeah. Mm. All right. How injured do we think Alina Svitolina is? Because I've been staring no, at Parmentier no. plus four forty no, for like five ten minutes This isn't now, bias. I said all of those in the second round. Sprinkle. I think that's a far I, I better spot. I think you're still getting plus one eighty, plus two hundred. I think this is just this is such a risk to back Parmenti. She's looked horrible this year. She's aging. Uh, I don't know what she has in her arsenal to beat Svitolina. If she doesn't get a retirement or Svitolina is not really hampered by her leg injury, I don't know what there is in Parmenti's favor that she does better that she could trouble her with. I think the move here is to pass. Uh, maybe bet it live. If Svitolina does look really hurt and they're still on serve at like 2-2 two, two, and you can see her movement clearly isn't that great, then hit the plus 400 or plus 400, 425 or whatever it'll be. Um, and then, uh, but otherwise, pre-match, I would pass, watch the match, and then hopefully Svitolina comes through in straight sets but doesn't look that great. And then you hit Kasset uh, uh, Putin Seva in the next round. I think that's the play.
Yeah, you're probably right. I just was staring at a big number, and I, I always like a nice, big, juicy dog if I'm playing against somebody who's less than 100%. Um, next up, we've got Pliskova yeah. the Greater playing Diana Yastremska. Yastremska, I'm seeing right now, plus 160. Uh, maybe a little better than that. Pliskova is roughly minus 200. Um, what do you think, Spread? I like Pliskova here. I think it's uh, almost like uh, Jorge mentioned with Osaka earlier. Um, I think you're getting a great price. I don't think Yastremska is playing that well right now. And I think that this, uh, first of all, Pliskova, even on the slow clay, is pretty proficient, but I think this clay uh, feeds to her strengths even more. And um, we mentioned Osaka as a parlay mm-hmm. piece earlier. I think that this is another um, great example of a, a, yeah, a spot where you could parlay it. I think that Yastrzemska should have been. I think plus there's no such thing as a trap I'm line. Stay away from the parlay. Uh, I, think I think there are lines that look really enticing, but there's a reason for it. You should stay away. Uh, I hate things like mush and trap lines. And no, there's it's a line that looks really good, but there's a reason for it. Okay, it's not a trap. There's a reason it's set there. I think that's this is one of those. Look at Yastremska since um, winning Huawin and beating Larson and Sviatek in the Fed Cup. Since then, she's lost to Muguruza first round Dubai, but three sets. Lost to Gavrilova first round three sets Indian Wells. Beat Alexandrova, got crushed by Barty in Miami. Lost to Mladenovic in Istanbul. Um, on a, uh, where where Pliskova's serve will play big. I, I can't see value on Yastremska here. I don't think it's an easy match for Pliskova to start, but I, I, I certainly think a lot of people are going to be suckered into taking a, a you know a plus one sixty five and thinking, oh man, one of the best young players in the game, uh, who was seventeen and five on clay at lower levels last year, uh, and has a title already this year against Pliskova. I'm going to take that. Um, Yastremska could win this match. I don't see value. I think this is lined either about right or I think spreads right. There might be. You know, ten cents of value even on Pliskova here, um, and it might get better. I don't think we're going to see a ton of Pliskova bets come in. I think the market will actually uh, it, it go to Yastremska, even though I would disagree with that. I think people might. All right, next we've got two decent names, but a match that I have no interest in watching at all. Sorenko plays Kerber. Um, neither one of them really very good or play on clay terribly often. Um, Spread, anything to say about this match? Yeah. Uh, what's the line? I don't have the lines up. Um, Sorenko's plus 346, no. and Kerber is got to be in the minus 500 range, I think. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I w- I'd want to take the dog there, but I don't, I don't. I don't know. I can't reasonably see a Serenko path to victory other than Kerber just not being herself. I don't see any value there. All right. Instead of talking about how excited we are to bet Cornet at this price, let's uh, try to guess what great. do you guys I think, think the odds are up, that I think she might be uh, okay. actually uh, actually play, withdraws but, before this match starts. Um, um, I certainly don't think she's a hundred percent. I don't yeah, think I don't she's so. on her favorite surface, and I think that plus games on Cornet looks enticing. Totally. I mean, even if she is healthy in that match, she's been dealing with everything all week. I'm sure it's affected her practice and her ability to get ready for this match. Um, do you have a spread yet, Jorge? I'm just looking at a money line. I see it. Her at the, plus three ten. This um, is one of those I things put a where bit on the money line for uh, sure. But the spread. I gave. I, I sent you the shot at those are the average odds, like but it, it varies from. Uh, I see plus two seventy four at bet at home. I don't use it. I don't know who they are. All the way up to plus. Yeah. 
two tw- or three twenty five at Bet Hard plus oh wow uh, three twenty nine at Pinnacle. It's only plus three oh eight at One X Bet. Books are all over the place. I think they all open in the same area, and different books are taking action in different areas. I don't know what's going on there. Um, that's want to happen though with the, uh, these kinds of matches. And One X Bet has it at plus five minus one ten. I, I think five is a lot of games, and if it doesn't win and she gets rolled, she gets rolled. But when you're gifted five yeah, games, I love that plus five. Anything uh, with her with someone who's as steady as Cornet, uh, she just looked really bad in Rabat. Is my only was it Rabat? Yeah, Rabat is my only worry. Um, but I still I still think that, that, that that's a lot like a lot of games. Yep. Yeah. All right, next up we've got uh, Maria Sacri, who'll be coming off a finals match, possibly a win, playing Carlos Suarez Navarro, who is apparently terrible at tennis anymore. Um, Suarez Navarro, a favorite. Sacri plus uh, 115. Suarez Navarro right around, um, I believe, minus 135 or so in that neighborhood. Um, what do you think here, Spread? Any interest in uh, either player? I think this is a tough one. Too many one to variables. Play. I'm staying away. Um, you got the uh, Sacri travel fade. Um, you know, which would normally be the spot, but with Suarez Navarro in recent form, you know, I can't play it. Uh, one thing I'll be interested to see is how Suarez Navarro reacts to being home. I think that this is a spot that it could be mm. favorable for her. And if there's a tournament that she can I think turn it's, her it's season around here. on, it would be this uh, one. But, you know, one um, of my so big things eye out for that, travel but I'm not betting it. are impactful um, in matches. I think... She, I think I still think Suckery with no you know intangibles or other or uh, what am I looking for like externalities or outside factors or travel fatigue that kind of crap um, without that factor in, I think she should be a favorite with with that factored in I still think I might get suckered into this it's plus 122 or plus 132 at Pinnacle I thought I mean that number to me I know that she's on long week and this is always part of my handicap but I still think she should be plus 110, 115 at worst against current uh, Suarez Navarro. Um, she's got the she's got the bigger first serve, which is going to be impact be impactful. And I think that that could help her kind of you know if she can serve a lot of them in, uh, get some quick points. It can help the push the fatigue back and only become a factor in the second or third match. Um, she's got till Sunday, but she plays Saturday. I'm surprised they didn't give her a Monday match. Uh, I, I think that there's there's a bit of value on Suckery here, but I, I think spread's right. Passing is probably the move. Yep, yep. Yeah, I, I, yep. I can totally understand that. All right, next up we got Buzar Nescu plus 220. Give it to me, Give me the plus money, please. Um, uh, all right, I love I'm that. making noise, uh, but I'm not sure who you Tony like. Who you like? Long week. See, this is the long week thing. It is part of my handicap. I like that, too. And I think I put right? more weight on it than most, and that's why that Sucri number still bothered me because I shouldn't I shouldn't have liked it, but I still did. Uh, Buzar Nescu here, uh, yeah, she's going to be able to – I think this an over could look good here, too. Um I like the over, Buzarnescu, or pass. I don't see how you justify Tomjanovic like minus 145 being value. I just don't. Well, well, if there's ever anyone who could, spread. <laughs> well, wait, give me that number again. Minus 145. Uh, no, 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 no. She's... Iowa. 
Ayla. However you say that. Ayla. Oh, I thought you Adela. said it was plus Ayla. 200. Sorry, uh, no, minus no, no, 140. No, no, no. Uh, Buzar Nescu is plus 120. Pinnacle. Oh, okay. Plus 200. I was mm. pulling, you know, waiting to bet it. Um, uh, of course. That seems about right, actually. And off current <laughs> Wow. Form, yeah. I like Tom Donovich there. Yeah, you do. I, I would. <laughs> minus 150. Yeah, Rest I in mean, peace, Tom Donovich's career. Right? Yeah. Uh, we know who the third cat's going to be. <laughs> Lance, I'm just going to mail you a cat and start fading Tommy out of it. That's wonderful. <laughs> Got to do something. That'll be interesting when I open that package. Uh, no, Boozer Nesco hasn't been playing that well at all. Tom Janovich has been playing pretty well lately. Um, you know, I just. The quicker. the, the I think it should just favor her. I would like Tom Donovich all the way up to minus 150 here. I have no interest in backing Buzernescu at all this year. <laughs> all right. Hopefully. Do we have any interest in the keys or Stia match other than the fact that Serana is going to be right, wearing enough, tights? All right. Enough, enough toxic masculinity yeah, she, in here, good. boys. All right. That's, um, a, that's a must But remember, Kirstea and so Begler are both wild cards. Um, I, they been... <laughs> have some sort of arrangement with the Romanian Tennis Federation, I'm sure, because that's right. <laughs> it was two Spaniards and two Romanians. I don't know why they would... Um, give Begu and Kirsea wild cards otherwise. So there's some sort of thing here. I don't know what it is. I'm sure there's, you know, those tennis nuts on Twitter that know what the arrangement is. Um, but Kirsea, remember, is not in this because she qualified. She's not in this because of her ranking. Uh, she's in this on a wild card. So I, I don't think people should be keen to bet her. <laughs> yep. Yep. We've gone over this. All right, I'm betting Kuzmova. I'm pretty sure Jorge's away, betting spread. Kuzmova. Spread or spread? Are you betting Kuzmova? Pretty, no, much, pretty much even. Oh, I'm not betting it. No. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> well, hey, we won't have a consensus, Kersey. I'm actually hooking you guys up. Um, no, uh, if I'm not going to bet it, I'm not. I, I, there's too many wild cards here. Uh, was not impressed with Kuzmova at all last week, um, and. If I were to bet it, I'm a bet Gor- I would bet Gorgas, but I'm not going to. That'll be a complete stay away and just watch. Is this and, is this a uh, pure fade? Is this a pure travel fatigue fade? All right. Anybody want to join me on betting uh, Allison Riss to beat Kanta? Right. Pretty much. It's um. I'm I mean, just, you know, Risk isn't good on clay, but her numbers are actually only just like a touch behind be Kanta. It's not like Kanta's great on clay. It should not be. She's coming off a long week. Should this be Kanta plus one fifty? Not plus two ten. Uh, it should not be plus 150. Um, well, no, okay, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. Then it would be, but uh, no, it's plus 180, plus 185. I'm not seeing. I'm seeing some some perceived value, but for me on these fades, my thing is if I'm going to fade on travel and fatigue, and I've written this for subs- uh, for subscribers before. Uh, my reasoning on those it has to be with someone proficient on the surface if i get a nice plus money number and i've got the situational uh, travel on my side and i've got someone that's good on clay 100 i'm in i don't think i have that here um i think there's a tiny bit of perceived value but it's still a low percentage uh win um for me for risk I, I'll, I, that's a pure pass. I'm not even gonna watch that match. I don't even think that's one. It's like we'll watch and see. No, it's gonna be if Conta's tired. It's just gonna be an error fest. Two people who aren't comfortable on clay. Yeah. One of them tired. Yeah, it's not infinitely me. better and more talented. Uh, yeah, that's that's an ugly match. An extra day, right? 
That, yeah, here's my thing. How does Tomjanovic get the Monday match and Sekiri force to play on Anything Sunday? Anything spread? That's so stupid. No, I'm saying away uh, Hello, one. one of them is in a, the final. One of them was out today. That should be switched. They should both have one day off, not one getting no days off and one getting two. That's an abomination. Shame on you, Madrid Open. Shame. 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 <laughs> Next up, we've got Van Dutvank. Um Let's see. I'm seeing her at plus 170 I, against Belinda uh, there's, Bezic. There's um, value on that number, period. Like you uh, were I, I've got a handicap at first. I've got to go through my, my research. Um, you know, it, it's hard with the show prep. We look at matches. We look at numbers we like. It's hard to, to break down and, and handicap every single match before a Friday afternoon show. So um, this is one I haven't done the deep dive on yet. Uh I think there's there's value there, but I think in the end when I when I look it through, I'm going to see that it's probably a stay away. But in this case, it is one of those matches where it's Van Vank or pass. You know what I mean? Just like it's uh, for me, Buzarnescu or pass or Kuzmova or pass. I, I don't see any value on the other side. I know one. There's three options: pass, Benchich or Van Vank. I know I've ruled one of them out instantly. All right, spread. What do you think? Uh, I'm not gonna. I, I think Benchik is. I think it's a bad matchup for AVU. Um, Benchik's rolled her in Indian Wells, which I know you know we talk about slow with not being clay and things of that nature. But I don't really see anything just in the actual matchup that makes me think that uh, AVU uh, has an advantage here, other than just assuming that Benchik will continue her recent poor form. But um, you know, I think if anyone can turn it she's around, a big girl she's a young teenager, like tons of talent, um, not keen. <laughs> but she's been around since she was like 15. It feels like she should be 29 right now. Like I looked, I looked at her age. I'm like, this oh, yeah, girl's only point. two or three That's years older than Bianca. <laughs> think about that. She's I been know. on the tour for like five yeah. years, six years. Yeah, it's like Sharapova. She's like, she came to the tour and she's stuck at like 16. It's crazy. Yeah. That is. That's absolutely nuts. All right, we've got Kyung Wang plus one thirty-three yeah, playing against Donna Vekic. <laughs> Welcome to my world, motherfucker. Maybe minus one fifty-five. I think if I'm doing that conversion correctly. Um, this this no. This looks this looks just no. about right to me. No, I don't know, I said Jorge, never because outright, you just like you, you have you have this Wang, picture of me of hating Vekic. I, I just hated that match. That. I said that. I like Vekic. No. Um, I've, got you. I've been, I've been reading you wrong all day. Of, uh, of the draw with, with her being more proficient on clay than Wong, having a bigger serve than Wong um, in the... in the. I'm not, I hate saying altitude because it's not like Kito or Bogut. It's not way, way up there. But it is a factor, much much lesser so than other places. But it is a factor. It is thinner air than, than a lot of tour stops. Um, I think there's value on Vekic here. I'll be... Um, probably on uh, Donna on the spread if it's like minus two or minus two and a half. I think this is a, a nice uh, straight sets win. Uh, I'm seeing, yeah, I'm seeing, again, it's it's only at 1x bet and it's I susceptible bet they make to that minus three. three, but minus 112 at two and a half, which right. is where I'd want to be. Um, I'm happy with that. Okay, that's not so bad. What do you think, Spread? 
I think that any hope of uh, me wanting to back Wang here went out the window when she lost to Para in Prague. That that was really disheartening for me. Although it was a very close match, I just you know if she's going to be proficient and and excelling in these type of, of higher level tournaments, you know that's a match that she needs to win. And I just don't see it from her right now. Um, so I like Becca Church as well. Last match we've got of the first round a a very cheap price on Yafin Wang, a small, small, small favorite here. Um, it's it's up to a minus 30 now. Yeah. 107 Yafin Wang is mm, probably minus 128, not quite one, minus 130. Yep, minus 130. So I, that looks like a really cheap price on Yafin Wang. I don't, I'm pulling up Sai Sai Zhang's um, clay numbers right now, but uh, what say you spread? You know, at first glance, I was all over Yafin Wang. But um, mm-hmm. the reality is she's only played one clay match this year. She lost to Kanta, tough match. Um, well, Zhang was over here um, knocking yeah, out that's, Challenger wins. that's 100% what it is. Um, um, I mean, so she beat Pl- now Pl- I see why the line is where Trepilova, it is. Um, Kedantu, and Kayla McPhee. So those four wins mean diddly squat to me. But the Shuai Zhang 6-4-6-1 beatdown, um, I think is a relevant uh Except a relevant for... win and I think that's what's shifted but I'm just not I'm not sold on um that one win having such an impact potentially on this line. I think again it's a it's a combination of Yaffin being undervalued and uh Sai Sai having won a challenger a garbage challenger and only one win that's anywhere close to relevant. Um I think those two things have come together and and this should be 1.61 and I'm seeing 1.8 at 1x bet. So there is well over 15 cents of value on the dollar, and I think that that, that has to be a play. Yeah, I, I agree. I thought so at first, too, but I think that the extra time, even if it is against um, you know players that we don't really rate at all and wins that we don't really count, um, you know, just getting those matches in, um, feeling comfortable on the clay... The sliding, the moving around, um, I that that's what made me just throw this match out the window. I'm not going to play it. Um, I think that mm-hmm. it gives Zang uh, kind of Jeez. an advantage going into this match. It was fun though. Okay, we had well. That is the last tennis match I have, and I know we're approaching we, the we, we had we had some good laughs, here, so, so it's not like it's I really be don't a care. I really don't care what a, else a you guys have to say. I'm sick of listening to you minutes. talk. Um, fun people, I like to think. <laughs> <laughs> that's right i hope everybody enjoyed it um if you didn't i guess you probably yes. turned it off by now um yeah, i don't but before I we wrap up here Jorge, can you give us a uh, quick one, overview one of the unit. outrights one more time Keys, for the listeners one unit hopefully you still have that I written down to one kvitova uh, one unit 10 to one kuzmova half unit on to yep. win the quarter to be determined uh, anything under like yep. twelve, though, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go near. But it'll, it'll be above that, uh, based on the outrights. And Kuzmova outright win, 0.25 units at one fifty to one. Cornet point one. Oh, spread has point two on Mardich, hundred to one. Yafin Wang three hundred to one point one units, and Alize Cornet point one unit. And what was that? What, yep. what were the odds on that? There you go. So that is a nice. Summation. Um, if I went too quick, because I do speak fast, you can just rewind. Uh, that on was one fifty on your thing, and just listen to it again until um, you catch up. 
Awesome. Well, thank you for that. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Hope that you have a great week ahead of you. If you like the show, please give us a rating, give us a review. We appreciate that. Um, 